The Timeless Podcast Company present this podcast. In immersive sound design. This is Big Daddy Kane, and I want to welcome you all to the Did I Ever Tell You the One About podcast, because season one is all about me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Working with other artists was like just an amazing thing in this here whole, you know, hip hop industry, man. I mean, you know, just doing what I do because, I mean, um, I think back on a song called Come On Down. On Come On Down, I work with um, Q-Tip and Busta Rhymes. Going into the studio um, to record Come On Down, it was originally supposed to have been me, Busta, and Grand Pooper. But that night, there was some big Def Jam party, and um, Pooper was like MIA, and nobody could get in contact with him. And Busta and Q-Tip happened to be together. So, you know, Q-Tip said, yo, I'd love to be a part as well. So I was like, man, come on. So it ended up being us three instead of uh, me, Busta, and Pooper. But, I mean, I thought it was amazing for the simple fact that Q-Tip, he brought his own laid back feel to the song. Come on down. Q-Tip, just give him some. I'm a native New Yorker. I pitch I'm not a porker. When I get my ride, I'll be the girl squawker. Tips a smooth talker. I love Alice Walker. So get off the dills and step back, you little hawker. You know, Buster brought that crazy energy. Buster Rhyme, won't you give him some? Check it out. Uh, as I come down and get dumb, this rough neck swinging all over the drum. Swimming in the track. Retaliating the rubber without react. Buster Rhymes will attack. And then I brought what I brought, you know. Hey, okay. Give them some. When I'm in motion, it's just like the flow of the ocean. The way that the words swerve and curve. My style flex is bigger than the state of Texas. Quick as a Lamborghini, smooth as a Lexus. I guess that makes me the top of the line. Oh, yes, I'm the most prime of all time. As soon as I pick up the mic and begin to let lyrics to start to flowing. <coughs> Coughing couldn't stop me from going. It was an amazing experience, man. And plus, you know, working with these two dudes because both of them are musical geniuses. And like Busta, I've never seen no one that can flow like Busta Rhymes. Like he really uses his voice like an instrument. He's like the hip-hop version of Ella Fitzgerald, you know? I mean, he, yeah, yeah, I know about Ella Fitzgerald now. <laughs> but yeah, Buster uses his voice like an instrument. And Q-Tip is that dude that, you know, he hears certain things that no one else hears. Hey, you don't think it would be great if you um added such and such? Hey, you know what I think would be an amazing idea? Like, that's the type of dude Q-Tip is, man. 
So working with these dudes was, you know, not just, you know, um, um, a great studio session. It was also a learning experience, man. And I mean, I truly, truly treasure it, you know, because, you know, you can get in with cats, you know, you know, younger than you and, and still, you know, learn things, you know. But it was a beautiful experience, you know. From there, going into my third album, Taste of Chocolate, not only did I work with um, Buster and Tim, I also had the opportunity to work with Malcolm X's daughter, Gamila Shabazz. And it was so crazy because I just, I had met a brother just walking down the street in Manhattan, and he told me, well, he recognized me, and then he told me that he was married to Gamila Shabazz and said that, you know, that she raps. And I was like, oh, wow, I would love to meet her. And we met, we talked, and it was like, you know, how about doing a song together? And we came together and decided to do a song talking about who am I? That's coming from the daughter of Malcolm X. So black women put it in your text so you can never let opportunity pass you by or even ask yourself, who am I? Even though this song was never a single, we actually performed it on the Arsenio Hall show because he thought that it was, you know, something so, you know, um, necessary to be heard. And Arsenio showed us love and me and Camilla had the opportunity to perform it on the Arsenio Hall show. Give it up for big. Daddy King. You know, also, at that time, I got to work with Dolomite. <laughs> I never forget, you know, um, Eric B. hit me up like, y'all found your man. I'm like, who? He was like, Dolomite. I'm like, say word. He like, yeah, man. He's like, yo, we doing this video for him, the song Ghetto. I'm going to have him um, come through. So we worked it out. I believe that um, I think Eric paid for Dolomite flight, and I paid for his hotel accommodations. And, you know, <laughs> Dolomite came, he did the ghetto video that morning, and then that afternoon, he came to the studio. But he still had on the 70s clothes from Eric and Rakim's video shoot. So when he came up in the studio, the engineer, Eric Lynch, is looking at him like he crazy. And I had Scrap Lover with me. And um, Scrap cracking jokes like, hey, yo, um, so um, but you got your drunk uncle singing the blues on the track or something? And I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing to either one of them. And they sitting there, and I went in there, and I just started talking, doing my part, you know, allowing allow me to introduce, introduce myself. myself. You know, Big Daddy came, um, you know, such and such. I'm spitting my game, right? And then I come out and let Dolomite go in. Still, they don't know who he is. They just see this here dude in an Afro wig with this 70s attire on. And when he put his mic on, and when he said, Dolomite is my name. Yo, you saw the way these dudes' eyes lit up like, oh, shit. Yo, you got Dolomite up in here? <laughs> Yo, and I mean the whole session, the engineer, Scrab Lover, and of course myself, we in there crying, laughing, crying, laughing. And I mean, the way it was put together, Dolomite actually really came there to battle me. Because he had each um, verse that he wanted to use already ready. You know, they were from old, you know, each one was from old party albums from the 70s. But he knew it exactly. He had in mind exactly which ones he wanted to say. And I mean, they were just amazing, man. And it was like an honor to work with, you know, this, this comedy legend and say that we actually did a, a song together, you know. And I mean, Rudy Ray Moore was just, you know, this cool, humble dude, man. And, and I mean, oh, yeah. 
Oh, man, it was just an amazing time, man. And I thank you, brother. Rest in peace, brother Dolomite. Dane, before you can take my reign, you got to cook me a chicken in a half a day. Walk from New York to Los Angeles and throw the bones away. You got to be born blind and cannot see. Your bitches have the pox in the ass so bad they can't even pee. Ride a ball eagle a million feet in the air and get up and do the running man while you up there. Have the mumps and the Asiatic flu and the crabs around your ass start singing the Yankee Doodle Doo. Also during that time, I had the opportunity to work with Barry White and we actually met, I believe, a year earlier um, at a Quincy Jones cookout. And we talked, and at the end of the cookout, you know, Barry was like, you know, man, we need to get together, man. And I was like, you know, yeah, yeah, I would love that. I would love that. So after he said that, you know, I'm excited. So I reached out to um, uh, the brother that played keys on The Day Your Mind on the Long of the Cane album. Andre Booth, and I was like, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing something with Barry, Barry White. Do you have, like, a track? And he was like, yeah, I got tracks, but if you're doing something with Barry, I want to create something original. You know? So, I mean, yeah, you know, we booked the studio time, and Andre went and put a joint together. And then I reached out to Barry White through um, Alonzo Brown, who was the A&R at A&M Records at the time, the label Barry was on. He connected us, and he was like, you know, um, he had us together, and Barry was like, you know, what's happening? I was like, you know, I'm thinking about doing a song together. And he was like, hell yeah. You know, he said, well, we'll come on by the house, and um, let's sit down and talk about it. And I went by Barry White House, and um, he was like, um, yeah, I had um, my chef just make us some Caesar salad, um, but I got anchovies is on it. You cool with that? And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, yeah, I always put anchovies on my Caesar salad. And he was like, ah, me too, me too. Show your, you know, Barry, like, show your right, Kane, show your right. <laughs> so we talking. And um, I'm telling him, you know, stuff. You know, he's like, you know, you you remind me of myself a lot. He's like, when's your birthday? And I said, September 10th. And he looks at his man, JP. And he's, he says, my birthday is September 12th. And I'm like, wow, you know? And then when I told him the idea, I was like, I'm thinking we could do this song called All of Me. But the way we do it is real slick, where we're saying all of me, telling the woman that all of me wants all of you. And Barry looks at JP again like he saw a ghost. And then he says, hey man, go get the real. Then he says, I'm gonna tell you something, Kane, but it's like, if I told you, you'd probably think I was lying. So it'd be better if I show you. Sure enough, there was a song that Barry made, I believe, late 70s, I think, called All of Me Wants All of You, but he never released it. And that was the same idea I had, you know? And chorus that we actually use on the song is Barry's chorus. That's Barry's chorus from whatever his original recording was that he never released, you know? So he, um had um, his background singers do the same exact chorus for my song.
night in the studio, man. Um, I want to say we was at record one, if I'm correct. I believe we was at record one. But anyway, um, yeah, we up in there and we talking and we messed around to the point that we we missed the liquor store and we wanted to sip on something. So we sent um, someone that was there hanging out with them. We sent them to the store for 40 ounces of OE. And yeah, while we're doing our vocals at the same time, because um, Barry was in one vocal booth, I was in another vocal booth, and the background singers was in, um, I think, the band vocal booth. And we're sitting there with 40s of OE, you know, just talking shit, swallowing spit, man. <laughs> and did it at the same time in that tape where I spit my ism, and he come right in, he spit his, back and forth. And the magic just happened like, wow, like instantaneously, man. You know, I mean, you would think that me and Barry had been working for years the way we put that together. But, you know, it was amazing. Big Daddy Kane's DJ, DJ Mr. C. Kane did a record called All of Me with Barry White that's on the Taste of Chocolate album, the third album. And I will never forget, I'm in the studio with Kane and Barry White. I'm in the studio with them as they making this record. And Barry White, the iconic, legendary Barry White, is drinking 40 ounces with Big Daddy Kane in the studio. Like, for me... I was floored. I'm like, I see, I'm seeing this, I'm witnessing this. And I'm like, Barry White? This guy is drinking old English with Big Daddy Kane. It's those type of moments when you really know that, you know, your guy has arrived. Like, he has arrived. Kane is really that dude. DJ Cool V. Kane didn't amaze me with the reach that he had because all the big time people that I met, like Barry White and all that, I met with Kane. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I met Barry White, I'm like, hey, this is it, baby. We with the maestro. You know what I'm saying? We with the maestro. And he know Kane, like, he loved Kane like Big Daddy. <laughs> Kane was just on another level, another level. I want to say rest in peace to the maestro, Barry White, you know. See, did I ever tell you the one about podcast did i ever tell you the one about big daddy kane it's a timeless podcast production executive produced by Chantel baron and mc search for 4mc multimedia and the timeless podcast company co-executive produced by eric dj eclipse win for pay to win management co-produced by antonio hardy and saquon johnson story contributors were ab money chris rock cliff love disco richie courtesy of divine sounds dj mr c drip Grandmaster Kaz, Lionel the Big Kid Martin, Little Daddy Shane, Master Ace, Ralph McDaniels, Steve Brown, Vaughn Lee, professionally known as Cutmaster Cool V, appears courtesy of BP Entertainment, Hip Hop Hands Foundation, and DJCoolV.com. Lead sound designer, Brett Epic Mazer. Associate sound design, Patrick Garcia. Timeless podcast immersive sound design voiceover by Tembisa Mashaka. An additional voiceover by special guest Kim Osario.